Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Cast. My name is Chris. I'm the host sitting here with the genius, Jameson Black. What's up? How's everybody going? The season is a Upon us, we can actually walk there as close as the season's getting. Drafts are around the corner. Let's get this going. Awesome, awesome. Uh, today in our podcast, we're going to f- cover a few things. Number one, week one packages and mastermind packages. Number two, reaction to Cam Newton, Jordan Reed injuries. Three, news on Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott. Four favorite players this year from every team and some closing thoughts. If we're ready, let's jump right in. Let's jump right. Let's, let's dive in head first. So first off, uh, draft kit and week, week one premium articles. Yeah, th- those, are up, those are up ready to go. I mean, obviously the articles are not ready to go for week one. We still got the game three, the dress rehearsal coming up this weekend. Had a few players, uh, teams play yesterday with the dress rehearsal. Some big injuries we've got to keep an eye on. Um, but, again, we have everything set up on the site so you guys can sign up, get ready for it. And then once those articles start coming, I'm guessing um, either Sunday, Monday of that first week is going to start uh, – I'll, I'll start releasing those articles onto the site. So get in before it's too late so you can dominate both DFS and your season-long leagues. And, again, with drafts coming up, sign up for the draft kit. I think we're still giving it away free. We decided this year we're going to um, uh, do our do the draft kit for free this year, get everybody going and then next year that way hopefully you can uh, spread the word out and let everybody know that you dominate your league because of us hopefully we continue to win those leagues and you guys can continue to bring home those trophies yep lots of good stuff on the site check that out uh number two here we got cam newton's foot injury and the jordan re concussion what concussion what do we do well um i was looking at cam newton's injury yesterday and i heard about it went on and looked at it didn't look that that big of a deal for me but with the feet injury bless you with the uh the with the foot injury especially quarterback it's kind of tough to tell what it is so i went on site and i and i, I started searching twitter searching different uh, looking at different stuff and found a couple guys that i follow that are that kind of like uh look at the doctor kind of thing and, and look at injuries one guy was saying he thought it might be like a liz frank injury and if that was the case it might be something that you'd see him sit down for quite a while Another guy was saying it didn't look that big of a deal, and um, if it was a regular season game, he likely would have came back in. But after the game was over, we saw him with the walking boot. Never a good thing when you see your uh, player with a walking boot after game. Um, still have a lot more information coming out, but as it sounds like, it doesn't seem to be as serious as once thought, maybe. Um, so Cam Newton looks like he's going to be healthy. One, one thing that we have to make sure is Cam Newton is a player that if Cam Newton can't go, the entire offense of, the, of uh, Carolina is going to struggle, and, and that's going to include CMC, who's a top three, top four pick, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, who I'm very high on this year. It's going to affect them. Greg Olson is going to affect him. So we definitely want to keep an eye on Cam Newton, especially if you have a draft this weekend. We definitely want to see how bad this injury is. But from what it sounds like, and I'll have a little more information as I hear more and more, 
But as it sounds, it sounds like Cam Newton did avoid serious injury, and it sounds like he should be good to go, but he's going to have an MRI today on that foot to see how bad of an injury it is. Jordan Reed, I'm a little more concerned about that one. It's a concussion. Read that it's like his sixth or seventh concussion in his career. Don't like to have that. So fancy football out of it. I fear for Jordan Reed. I just want him to be healthy. You're hearing all this kind of stuff with head injuries. So I'm looking looking towards Jordan Reed's health. I can care less about his football. I want him to be healthy. I want him to be able to live life he's supposed to be. Football is just on top of it. So wishing Jordan Reed the best. Hopefully this concussion doesn't limit him and maybe uh, – I don't know about his uh, season this year. If this is his sixth, seventh concussion, you got to think that he might be looking at maybe maybe calling it a career um, with that many concussions in his career. Yeah, definitely a safety concern there. Uh, those are the uh, the kind of the high high uh, impact injuries this week and what to do with those. Moving on to contract stuff with Ezekiel Elliott. What do we do with his contract being on the table? Well, hopefully everybody listened to what I what I was saying. It's uh, I I thought Ezekiel Elliott would be back week one. I thought the contract was gonna get done. I kept on. Uh, pounding it that the Cowboys need Elliott. Yes, Pollard is a nice play. Yes, Jerry Jones came out and said Ezekiel who... But Zeke Elliott is one of, if not the best running back in football. They need him. If they're going to be a championship caliber roster and football team, they need that uh, stud back in the backfield. Contract was going to happen. We saw how bad of a team they were when he missed those six games a few years ago. Yes, Dak's a little better than he was now. Yes, they added Amari Cooper. Yes, Tony Powers looked decent um, in, in preseason. But Elliott's Elliott. Elliott was going to get the deal, deal done. So, But the one thing that I did want to say is, I, I told people, like, if you had picks one through three, maybe you don't take Elliott. But if you're sitting at picks five, six, seven, don't pass up on Elliott. Elliott is a, a different type of player. He's going to be there for week one. I thought it was going to happen. Now we're hearing the contract on the table. It's going to be uh, one of the top two highest paid running backs in football. Deserves it. And these running backs, they have to kind of look out for themselves because they're only going to get, on average, one of their big, huge contracts. So you got to get when you can. So I, I have no issues with Elliott, with even Melvin Gordon, with Le'Veon Bell, what they did. You have to get the money when you can. It sucks for us fantasy football players, but um, the players have to look out for themselves. And uh, Elliott's going to be there for week one. I think, I think he gets the deal done soon here. So if your drafts are happening now, and I have a couple drafts this weekend, if I have the number one, number two, number three pick, Elliott is my number one overall player in fantasy football this year. I have the top spot. I'm going Elliott. Zeke's going to do Zeke things and be a beast in 2019. Beast. Yeah, um, I, I, just to add to the final thing, I mean, remember the Cowboys are a run-first team, and they love him. So uh, it would be, be a waste to lose him um, on, on a uh, – on your roster, you can talk big when uh, when it's preseason, but when the when the when all your chips are in the middle, are you going to want to have Pollard uh, as your running back, or you want to have Zeke yeah. as your running back? And I, and I know Jerry no, Jerry Jones knows who he wants. It's a joke. He said Zeke who, but we know that he did not mean it. Yeah, and uh, running backs are thin, thin this year, so make sure you pick up uh, Zeke. Zeke all the way. Here we go. Next, uh, moving on. Favorite players for fantasy on each team. So if we look at different things, obviously you talk about fantasy players, my favorite plant fantasy players, you want to look at the first round picks. Everybody can say, oh, Julio Jones, David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott. But we also have to also look at where players are going to be taken in drafts. Um, you want to get value with them. You want to know what, kind of, what they're going to do in the offense. So we start off with Arizona. I think Arizona, it's going to be easy. For me, it's David Johnson. Uh, last couple years, he's had the down years, whether it be injury, whether it be play calling, whether it be offense. Yes, the Cardinals have looked like a dumpster fire on offense um, to start the preseason. 
but I think they're not showing much what they're going to do on offense as well. I don't think they win very many games this year, but this offense is going to want to put up the points. They're going to want to put up plenty of uh, plays. They're going to do the run and shoot where they're going to just pound, uh, go, 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 go on offense. David Johnson is going to be involved in the passing game, running game. My favorite player in David Johnson is, uh, for the Cardinals is David Johnson. If I have the fifth pick overall, I'm, I'm taking David Johnson. If I have the sixth pick, David Johnson. So outside the top four court running backs, it's David Johnson for me in the first round. Atlanta Falcons, I think the top player there. I, I love Calvin Ridley, but I think Julio Jones obviously is going to be a player that I think we're going to look at. Some may think he's more of a second-round pick just because running backs are uh, thin this year. But I think if you're sitting late in your drafts, I think Julio Jones is a fantastic option. We know what he does. And if he can catch those touchdowns, something that uh, we've seen in the last couple of years, that he, he doesn't get touchdowns, but he still puts up monster points. Imagine if he scores touchdowns as well. Julio Jones, beast, monster, monster player. Baltimore Ravens, Justice Hill. I was high on him coming, in, uh, coming into the preseason training camp. Wanted to see what they want to do with him. He is trucking fools on the field, breaking tackle after tackle. Uh, Justice Hill as a 12th round, middle of the 12th round pick. I think Justice Hill is a fantastic play. I, I, I think he is the backup to Mel, uh, Mark Ingram. Buffalo Bills, um, I like Devin Singletary. As I talked about earlier in the, um, this preseason, I talked about the Bills possibly maybe uh, cutting LaShawn McCoy. doesn't sound like that's going to happen, but maybe they move him during the season as a trade. And I think eventually Singletary is going to take over that leading, leading role there in Buffalo. They're going to see what they have in the, in the young running back. And for a, an 11th-round pick, um, you can do worse with Devin, Devin Singletary. Carolina, I think it's a, we're going to want to keep an eye on the Carolina Panthers, especially with the Cam Newton news. But DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, I think they're both in for great years with, uh, with Cam Newton if he can stay healthy this year. DJ Moore is a late fourth, or Curtis Samuel's in an early ninth round pick. If I'm looking at season long, I'm likely going to go DJ Moore just because he's a little more secure in my, in my opinion. But if you're playing best ball or you're doing something where like you're playing DFS, I think Curtis Samuel is a player that you can look at um, in those kind of strategies there but just because he's going to put up monster games, but he's also going to have some down games as well. Um, so safety-wise, I think it's DJ Moore, but I think Curtis Samuel is a fantastic play late in your drafts or in best ball formats. The Chicago Bears, Chris, his favorite team. David Montgomery. Um, there's a lot of people out there that says David Montgomery's a going to be a beast this year. A lot of people are also going to say that he's not going to be a uh, a player that, that you want to take where he's taken at. He's a middle of the fourth round pick. I think he's a early fourth round, early third round pick in my opinion. I think if you have if, if you're going robust running back, I think Montgomery is a, a fantastic third round selection for you. Cincinnati Bengals. Offense may be bad, but I think with the new uh, new system, what they're going to do there, I think Joe Mixon's in for a solid year. I have Joe Mixon as a late first-round pick, but uh, the consensus is he's an early second-round pick. Cleveland Browns, same thing. A lot of people are a little worried on Nick Chubb. I think Chubb's going to be fine. Kareem Hunt's going to be, by the time he comes back, he would have missed an entire season. And playing, practicing compared to playing in games is two different things. You can practice, but playing in games is a different different animal, different speed. And after missing an entire season, who knows if he's even going to have an impact to start the year anyways. Going to likely come in rusty. We've seen running backs miss a couple games. They come in a little rusty. Imagine missing the whole season and coming into halfway point of one season. I think Kareem Hunt's, yes, he's getting a lot of play, but also I think name value is what you're looking at. I think Nick Chubb's in for a solid year this year, not just in the first half, but the second half as well. Talked about the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, you can say Ezekiel Elliott, but I think Michael Gallup's also a player we want to keep an eye on. I think what he's going to do is offense. We're going to see him step up. And for 11th round pick, I think Gallup is a fantastic play this year. 
Broncos, Cortland Sutton. I'm very high on Sutton, one of my, uh, one of my sleepers this year. I think Sutton's in for a, uh, a big year for the Broncos. Joe Flacco, we do know he's not, maybe he's not the best quarterback in the league, but we do know he can throw the deep ball. Cortland Sutton can get up there, go get the ball, and uh, make some plays. If he can cut, on, cut down on those drop balls we had last year, I think Sutton's in for a nice year. Detroit Lions carry on Johnson, very high on carry on Johnson. I think he's one of the better RB2s in the league. Um, once you get your running back in the first round, if you can come back and take carry on Johnson as an RB2, I think you're sitting solid. The Packers, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Geronimo Allison. Only thing about these two that you have to worry about is which one's going to be the number two option in the passing game. It could be either one of them either week. Both players are 10th round picks. I think both are going to have great years. Um, but the only thing that might be taking a back, back seat is um, every week it might be a different one of them taking it. They, they may change that every week, one going one, the other one going the other week. Houston Texans, uh, Will Fuller. If he can stay healthy for an entire season, the numbers he can put up in this offense with uh, Watson is phenomenal. We've seen what he can do when he's, when he's healthy with Watson. has a very great connection. Play that for 16 games. I think we have one of the better top 15, top 20 receivers in Fuller. I'm hoping he can stay healthy because I'm going to have a lot of shares of Will Fuller as a 6th or 7th round pick. The Colts, I think it's pretty easy. You have to say Andrew Luck. We just don't know how bad this injury is. For me, and I've talked about it on other podcasts, I think for me, it kind of has me a little worrisome of the Kevin Durant injury in basketball when they said it wasn't an Achilles injury. First, we hear it's an ankle sprain. Then we hear it's a high ankle sprain. Is it an ankle injury? Is it a calf injury? What kind of injury are we look with Andrew Luck? The Colts are being a little coy on what they're, what they're going to do there. I've heard also rumors that it, um, with the injury he has, he needs to rest it and sit out it, but it also can, uh, can pop at any time. That has me a little worried on Andrew Luck. And the same thing with Cam Newton. Um, if Cam Newton can't play a game, the Colts' entire offense is going to struggle without Andrew Luck. So I think we need to definitely keep an eye on Andrew Luck. Jacksonville Jaguars, Leonard Fournette, um, second-round pick. I think Fournette's going to bounce back, and I think there's going to be a lot of the people that are never-again kind of players. But I love Leonard Fournette in that offense. I think he's going to have much more involved in the passing game as well. Middle of the second round, sign me up for Fournette as an RB2. The Kansas City Chiefs, Damian Williams. Um, we're hearing a lot of stuff about Thompson maybe uh, taking some snaps. Uh, Carlos Hyde doesn't look good, so he's not going to be the, the person there. So people are, are falling, uh, falling away from Damian Williams because we're hearing Andy Reid talking about a committee there. It wasn't too long ago that he was talking about Damian Williams being the guy there. I'm not as high as I once was. I was uh, very high on Damian Williams coming into the training camp, coming into preseason. Kind of soured a little bit on him, but I still think he's a fantastic late second, early third round pick. Yes, he may not have the numbers that I once thought he was going to have, but I think he's still going to be have, have a decent year in Kansas City. And I still think he is the number one option there, but I am going to take the backup, the, the rookie there, if I am going to take Damian Williams. I'm going to try to back him up with that rookie in Kansas City. The Chargers, talked about many times, Justin Jackson is my version this year of James Conner from last year. Justin Jackson's only going to get on the field if Melvin Gordon can't play. And if more, Melvin Gordon's going to sit out this year, I think Jackson's in for a nice year. A lot of people are asking why Austin Eckler not why, why isn't Austin Eckler this version of James Conner? It's because James Conner wasn't going to be a, wasn't going to be a factor last year if Le'Veon Bell played. Same thing with Justin Jackson. He wasn't going to have an impact if Melvin Gordon played. Now that we're here, Melvin Gordon's going to take this into a lengthy uh, holdout. Justin Jackson could be a solid player that you might be looking at your championship game, having a lot of players with Justin Jackson playing with their in their championship games. 
The Rams, Todd Gurley, obviously name value alone, he's a stud, but some people are kind of sleeping on him just because of the injury. I don't think it's the biggest injury as people make it out to be. I'm definitely going to be going a, a few more extra running backs if I do take Gurley, but I think he is a late first, early second round pick for Gurley. Consensus say he's about a middle of the second round, but I'm going to take him late first, early second. The Dolphins, I like Kalen Balaj. I think he's a better version than Kenyon Drake. Plus, you can get him a few rounds later. Give me Balaj in the, the middle of the 10th round. Minnesota, Alexander Madison is my top play there. I think with the Cook injury history, injury pass, uh, Madison's a player that I think you can steal from Cook owners. And if you have Cook, you definitely want to handcuff him with Madison. I think Madison could be a solid um, late round uh, sleeper, deep sleeper, taking him in the 13th, 14th round. And all of a sudden, maybe we do see Cook get hurt and you have a star player maybe playing in your championship later in the season because Cook can't stay healthy. The Patriots signing, uh, realizing that Josh Gordon can play this year, getting reinserted. I think Gordon and Nikhil Harry are very interesting in my opinion. Um, a lot of people thought that maybe with Gordon coming back, it hurts the, it hurts the offense for pr- production. I think Gordon coming back actually helps. Julian Edelman helps Nikhil Harry. Um, the reason why I don't like uh, Edelman as a the top play there is just because where you're going to have to take Edelman. And my prediction to start the year was that Nikhil Harry is going to lead the team in receiving. Yes, that might not happen uh, now that Gordon is going to play the entire season. I think Gordon actually does lead the team in receiving this year. And give me Gordon a few rounds later than Edelman, but you can get Harry 10th or 11th round. I think he's still a decent play as well. Latavius Murray for the Saints. He's going to play the role of Mark Ingram. I think with that play, I think uh, Murray is a little better version for Ingram in this offense. I think uh, Murray in the seventh round is a solid pick. The Giants, Sterling Shepard. People are sleeping on Sterling Shepard. Remember how high we took Odell Beckham. Yes, Shepard doesn't have the same talent as Odell Beckham, but now Shepard's going to be the number one option there in New York. And call me crazy, but Daniel Jones has looked kind of decent in uh, to start preseason. Yes, he's not going to likely play much this season. It's going to be Eli Manning until they're officially out of it. But I do think Shepard's going to put decent numbers up there. And if you can get him in the eighth round, um, I think that's a solid, solid pick for a uh, possible wide receiver three, uh, borderline wide receiver two. The Jets, Jamison Crowder, yes, they brought in Le'Veon Bell. He was the big splash there. But I think people are kind of sleeping on what Jamison Crowder can do. Um, 13th round pick, you can definitely do worse than Jamison Crowder. Oakland's Tyrell Williams with the uncertainty of what's happening with Antonio Brown. Williams might be looked at a little more. And for 11th round pick, I think Williams is a fantastic pick there. The Eagles, Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz. I think the addition of Deshaun Jackson is going to help Ertz open things up over the middle of the field. Because if teams are going to key on Ertz like they had in the past, especially late last year, that's going to open up the deep threat to Deshaun Jackson. If teams do start to look at Deshaun Jackson, it's going to open up stuff with Ertz there in the offense as well. And Miles Sanders, I don't know if I like him very much in redrafts. But I think Dynasty Leagues, I think best ball formats, I think Miles Sanders is a fantastic play. I just don't know if we can count on the ground game there in Philadelphia to uh, be consistent. They like to play the hot approach, hot, the hot guy approach. They like to play whoever's play, uh, playing the best right that, then and there. Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, Corey Clement, whoever has a hot hand I think is going to lead there. But I think best ball formats and um, Dynasty Leagues, Miles Sanders is fantastic. The Steelers, Vance McDonald, very high on Vance McDonald. It's one of the reasons why I'm not going for the elite tight ends. Um, obviously, it depends on the strategy, depending on the league. I'm likely not going to have very many elite tight ends. I'm not going to have the Ertz, not going to have the Kittle, not going to have the Kelsey. I'm going to wait for a player like Vance McDonald, who I can get uh, uh, in the middle of the rounds and put up protection. I think he's the version this year of George, George Kittle last year. I think McDonald makes a, a jump next year and takes it to the next level. San Fran with Tevin Coleman. Uh, with the 
Jarek McKinnon news that he uh, has suffered a setback. I think Coleman's a little more safe, and we, we do know that he, he does fit well in the offense for Shanahan. Love Coleman. I also do like Matt Breda as well in that offense. I think Matt Breda is going to be a solid pickup as well now that we know McKinnon's not going to probably start the year um, as the number two option there in San Fran. Seattle, I still think Rashad Penny, as bad as he looked this preseason, I still think Penny's going to be a player that's going to eat into Chris Carson's uh, touches uh, as, as the year goes along. Sixth, seventh round, I think Penny is a nice option kind of for depth. I definitely wouldn't want to have him as a starting running back. He's one of the reasons why you definitely don't want to go wide receiver in the first couple rounds if you don't have to because running back does get very thin very quickly. Tampa Bay, no longer a surprise. Everybody knows Chris Godwin. Everybody knows Godwin's a, a player this year. I still love Godwin. Um, he's getting a little higher and higher on the draft board, but I still do like Godwin. I still think that he is one of the better values there in Tampa Bay. Tennessee's Deion Lewis. Everybody's high on Derrick Henry. But I think uh, Deion Lewis is going to have a little better season than he had last year. And I think Tennessee might have to pass the ball a little more. And we know that Deion Lewis is great out of the backfield as a pass catcher. And closing it out with the Washington Redskins with Darius Geis. Like what I've seen uh, yesterday in his first game for the Redskins. Um, 11 carries, I think it was, in the first half. He was on pace for 22 carries. That's that's a workhorse mentality for Washington. Yes, they have the uh, Adrian Peterson there. But Darius guys, they're going to see what they have in him. He missed last year. They want to see what they have in the, the, the young running back. I think Geist is a solid play in this early sixth round. Great. A uh, lot of good players out there. Um, just make sure you know uh, who your top three are and um, go with it. Go with your gut. One thing that I might do, I, I've been getting some talk about uh, top plays. What I might do is have an article this upcoming week with drafts likely uh, finishing up and really getting going next week and Labor Day weekend is the last weekend you really can do your drafts. Um, and so with the, with the weekend probably being a big weekend, I might throw out an article with my top 50 plays. That way in the, uh, for your first 50 plays, you can kind of get an idea who I think are the top 50 players in fantasy football. So be on the lookout for that article later this week. And also going to throw this out there with a little question answer uh if you have any questions on strategies with next week being the last week of the draft football uh, the, the regular season is going to be here in a couple weeks so with next week being the last week um of the last preseason game and then the last week to really kind of get your drafts going next weekend uh labor day weekend is the last weekend you really can do your, dra- your drafts if you have a question on strategy you have a question on anything of what, coming with your draft Send me a DM with your question. I will reply to you um, personally with your question, and I will answer everybody that sends me a DM. I will answer everybody's questions. So send me a question on draft, on strategy, and let's get it going. Let's let's, uh, get your drafts going, dominate those leagues, and bring home the trophies day one when the draft begins. Yep, yep, great. Um, Anything else uh, you have before we close? I think just enjoy this last weekend of seeing the starters. Enjoy football. Get ready. Get excited. Prepare for your drafts. Get that draft kit. Sign up for our for our uh, premium articles that are that are on there. We have weekly. We have uh, full season. Mastermind chat. I'm very excited with the mastermind chat that we're talking about this year. I think it's going to be something that can you get help you guys out there. And I think if I'm not mistaken, are we going to start doing weekly, monthly, and full season for the mastermind chat? Aren't we? Weekly, monthly, full season for uh, the 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 mastermind chat. Yep. That's about, that, that, that's all I got. Great. Um, hey, if you haven't already done so, follow us on social media, 
Twitter, fan, fan sports genius, uh, IG, fantasy football underscore genius underscore. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook, fan, fantasy uh, sports genius. Um, along with becoming a member of our Facebook community, uh, go ahead and check out fantasyfootballgenius.com. Lots of fun things will be happening this year, so let us help you win and crush, dominate your leagues. Do it. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. You too. Have a good day.